about 400 years before the birth of Christ, a man by the name of Hippocrates uh, came on the scene, uh, a physician, uh, and earned the title reputation of the father of modern medicine. Hippocrates realized that physicians had a godlike responsibility. They were dealing with life and death issues every day. And they did not have a code of ethics to guide their practices. And so Hippocrates decided that he would develop a, an oath for physicians. And that became known as the Hippocratic Oath. And to this day, physicians take that oath uh, as they're coming into their medical practice. It, it's an ethical guide for physicians. We don't have anything like that uh, in the helping professions, those of us that are doing service among people in need. So I thought it might be good to take a stab at doing a, an oath for compassionate helpers. And so uh, here's my attempt at that. It's six points. Number one, I will never do for others what they have the capacity to do for themselves. When I do that for others, it disempowers them rather than empowers them. Number two, I will limit my one-way giving uh, to emergencies, but I'll seek always to find ways of, of legitimate exchange. Uh, so instead of doing a, um, a food pantry where we give food away to those who are in need, we say that a food co-op would be a better way, a more dignified way of bringing people into the process of exchange. Uh, and so a co-op, a, a kind of a buying club where folks uh, put in three or five dollars a week and you go to the community food bank and get government surplus, other surplus foods, expands their, uh, their buying power for their groceries dramatically. Food co-op is a much better way uh, than, to, uh, than to give food directly away. That one-way giving tends to disempower people. I'll empower people by, by hiring, by lending, uh, by investing, and I'll use gifts or grants sparingly to reinforce achievements. Uh, Microloans would be a good example of that. Uh, small loans to peasant people uh, to help them increase the size of their small businesses would be a good example of that point put into practice. Four, I will put the interests of the poor above my own interest or my own church or organization interests. Uh, even when that means setting aside my own agenda. So then the question becomes, who is this service project really for? Who is this mission trip really for? Is it about us? Is it about our having a life-changing experience? 
is about us having a, uh, uh, an adventure that uh, we think is really helping people uh, when it's actually all about us? Uh, or is this really about empowering and developing the people that we say we're there to serve? Uh, one of our staff women came home from uh, an educational conference uh, in Africa and during one of the breaks she got into a conversation with uh, some educators. A, the subject of mission trips came up and uh, this black educator said to her from Africa, she said, you know I could never figure out why you Americans love to paint so much. She said when in my village, when the Americans were coming, they would let us out of school early and tell us to go out and get stones and mud and trash up the outside of the school because the Americans needed something to paint. She said, I just never figured out why you love to paint so much. She said, our whole school was painted four different times in the three years that I was there. I said, what is it about you? Whose agenda is it? Whose self-interest is it? And then uh, the fifth is uh, listening carefully to the both, both the expressed and unexpressed needs of those who we would serve, knowing that, that many clues may be hidden. Group uh, recently came back from Haiti, had uh, done a mission trip there, and were telling me that the, uh, as they were going through this little village, they saw a number of women uh, with babes in their arms uh, wrapped in newspaper and dirty rags. And they were so moved that they went into the city and bought up baby blankets and came back to the village and handed out those baby ba blankets for those mothers. The following day when they came through the village, uh, they saw those baby blankets uh, in the stores, the little markets along the street. Those women had sold those blankets. And they were incensed until one of the staff people on the ground said they sold those blankets for food. That's what their babies needed. They needed food more than they did blankets. That's listening carefully to the unexpressed needs of people. And then the the final point, and this is the same as the final point of the Hippocratic Oath. The final point is, above all, to the best of my ability, I will do no harm. <laughs>